All right, Shabbos, say good morning or good chodesh to everyone. Let's begin by uh, by thanking our sponsors, our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Tammuz. New month, new sponsors, Baruch Hashem. To thank Adam and Yudit Benzev for dedicating all the Shi'urim and Drashos this month in honor of their children, Jake, Serena, and Rosie. We thank our Dafyomi sponsors, Baruch and Bracha Rifkin, for the yard site of Salem Rifkin, Shalom Ben Harav Ruvain whose yard site is today. We hope that the Neshama has an Aliyah and the family in Nechama. And to thank our Dafyomi sponsors, Sherry and Ellen Steinmetz from New York, wishing a very happy birthday to our dear daughter-in-law, Allison Steinmetz, very sweet, and wishing many more in good health and happiness. And the Plunka family, in commemoration of the yard site of Yosef Ben Yaakov, Yosef Atadik, whose yard site is Rosh Chodesh Tamos. We hope that in the merit of the Talmud Torah, that Yosef HaTzadik will continue to be a male Yosher for all of Klal Yisrael. And with that, let us begin. Sammy, better? I rearranged it today. Thank you. All right, Jebosei, with that, let us begin. So we, today's daf is Samech Aleph 61. And we are picking up on Samech Amadez. I believe we left off with today, Amra Bichanina Kitore Shechafna which is two, four, six, eight lines up from the bottom. So just to reorient ourselves for a moment, we left off yesterday with the very interesting Mahlokis in Rabbi Huda. Well, I should say differently. We left off yesterday with, after learning a Mishnah. And in the Mishnah we learned that the order of Yom Kippur, the order of the Yom Kippur service is absolute necessity in order to maintain the integrity of that service. Meaning that if you were to go ahead and do the different parts of the Avodah, but you were to not follow the order, that would compromise the effectiveness of the Avodah. We then saw Imach Lokis Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Nechemio as to what that concept applies to. Rabbi Yehuda said, pretty much it applies to the Avodah done inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. The way, the way he phrased it was, Bidvarim Hanas and Bibigdei Lovon Mibifnim. Which, which again, as we pointed out yesterday, is a bit repetitive because anything done mibifnim, anything done inside of the Kodesh Hakadosh, is automatically what done the big day loving. But Rabbi Huda holds halacha only the avoda done inside of the Kodesh Hakadoshim. It is ma'akiv if you go ahead and you do it out of order. Rabbi Nechemia said, interestingly enough, anything you do the big day loving. So what do you do the big day loving mibifnim mibachutz halacha if you disrupt the order. Ultimately, that is Ma'akev. So we saw, we saw a, a, the Gemara continue to discuss that Ma'akev, and with that, let's pick up. It says, Am Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina says as follows. Ketores Shechafna, Ketores Shechafna, Kodim Shechitaso Shalpar. If the Kohen Gadol does Chafina, so just remember again, what's Chafina? They would bring out a shovel of Ketores, a shovel of Ketores from the base Avatinas, the Avatinas chapter. And the Kohen Gadol would take essentially a handful of the Kitaris. That taking of the handful is called Chafino. If the Kohen Gadol were to do Chafino before the Shechita of the Par, Lo Asav his, his actions are meaningless. Because I will say why? He has gone ahead and disrupted the order. So Kiman, whose opinion does this? Because well, so remember again, one is supposed to Shech the Par before you go ahead and do the Chafino. So you've disrupted the proper order. Therefore, again, you've invalidated the service. Now I will say, now remember again, where is Chafina done? Where is Chafina done? Outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Yet disruption of the order will invalidate the service. So Kiman, whose opinion does this reflect? 
The low Rabbi Yehuda. They both say this is obviously not like Rabbi Yehuda. Why? The Rabbi Yehuda ha'amar kiksi v'chuka bedvarim hanas in the big day lavan mibifnim hu dichsiva. Because let's remember again, Rabbi Yehuda's shita is it is only avoda done inside of the Kodesh Hakadoshim where the order matters. But anything done outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the order is not Ma'akib. Yet here we're seeing Avodah being done outside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, i.e. Chafina, and order matters. So obviously this doesn't reflect the view of Rabbi Huda, to which the Gemara says something very interesting. I feel the team Rabbi Huda, no, it could even be reflective of the view of Rabbi Huda. How so? so the Gemara says, Sorech Pnim Kipnim Dami. Something that is necessary for the order of the inner service of the Kodesh Hakadoshim service is considered to be like Kodesh Hakadoshim service. As we say, why do you do Chafina for which service? Which service? Kitoras. Where is Kitoras done? In the Kodesh Hakadoshim. Therefore, the Gemara says that essentially, the Gemara is broadening Rabbi Yehuda's statement that when Rabbi Yehuda says only Avoda done be big day lavan me bifnim, the order is Ma'akev. That's not only actual avoda done bifnim, but anything necessary for the avoda bifnim is treated like avoda bifnim. And therefore, again, for example, chafina, which is a necessary prerequisite for the ktores service, which is performed inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, will be governed by the same strictures as avoda in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Namely, that if you go out and you disrupt the order of the chafina, Ultimately, you've compromised the avoda. Interesting. So, Tinan, so remember the Mishnah. If while doing the blood applications of the blood inside of the Kodesh Hakadoshim, nishpachadam, the blood, the blood spilled, the blood spilled. So, what's talacha? Yavi dam acher v'yachzor v'yaza betchila mebifnim. Then halacha lemaisa, you have to start again. Let's remember again. There was machlokis in Mishnah, but the Tanakhama held that essentially, if blood spilled in the middle of the blood applications, then halacha lemaisa, you have to start from the beginning. Now the Gemara says, well, if you now both say, now remember, in order to start from the beginning, what do you have to do? What do you have to do? You have to get more blood, right? How do you get more blood? You have to shecht another animal, which means you're going to be shechting another power. Well, one second. If you're shechting another parable, say, what did we just say before? We just said that halacha lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, the chafina has to happen before the par. So if you're going ahead and shechting another par, then what should really have to happen as well? You should have to do a chafina again as well. Lord Zabot say, this is fascinating. If you hold that order is ma'akev, then in a case where the blood spilled, and now you have to shecht another par, you should probably have to do chafina again as well to maintain the proper order. So the Gemara says, let's read inside. If in the middle of the blood applications your, your dama par spilled, you have to shecht another par. Now if it's true, like I really said, then because remember, you're going to both say chafina has to come after shechita sapar. So if you have to shecht another par, then you should have to go ahead and what? And do chafina again as well. To which the Gemara says, top of Samach Aleph, Pikitoris lo kamari. Okay, enochinami, you may be right, you may be right, but Allah we're not, the Gemara is not talking about Kitoras, right? The, the Mishnah wasn't talking about Kitoras. Kitoras is kind of its own animal, not included in the discussion over here. Amar Ula. 
Ula said, Sa'ir Shashachtu Kodem Matan Damo Shalpar, Lo Asavaloklum. So Ula said that if you go ahead and you shacht the Sa'ir before the blood application of the par, your act is meaningless. Because let's remember again, one of the things that we've seen is that along with the halacha concerning the need to maintain the proper order of the Yom Kippur service, is the statement that if you disrupt the order, essentially, again, the avoda you've done out of order is a meaningless avoda. So therefore, again, the Gemara says, if you shechted the soyer before you went ahead and you did the blood applications of the par, lo asav lo such an act is absolutely meaningless. So the Gemara says, tenan, hiktim dam hasar la dam par, but one second, we learned before, but we actually had this Gemara two days ago, two days ago, three days ago. The Gemara said, if you want to remember, the proper order for the blood applications as well is to first do the Dam Hapar and then do the Dam Hasar. But let's remember the case, what happens if you went ahead and you did Dam Hasar first? We had this case where you got mixed up with the blood. Let's say you went ahead and you offered up the Dam Hasar first, no problem. Just do it again. But this time, going ahead and sprinkling all the damasar. But shouldn't you not have to shecht the damasar, the, the sire altogether, to which you're to preserve the order? No, no, no. Ula says we're talking about blood applications. In other words, the blood is already there. You didn't disrupt the order of the shechita. We're just talking about where you disrupted the order of the blood applications in the heichal. So where you disrupted the order of the blood applications, you don't have to start shechting any new animals. You still have blood. You still have blood. You just have to go ahead and redo it so that now the blood application is taking place in order. Good. Remember again, the, the Mishnah, the Mishnah began by saying that halacha what is true inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, right? What is true inside, inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim is true in the Heichal, is true in the Mizbeach, Hazav, that ultimately, again, order is necessary. That's what the Gemara said. So now says, the, right, the, the, the lashon of the Mishnah was, V'chein v'heichol, v'chein mizbeach hazav, shekulan kapara b'fnei atzman. So we'll say, so remember, there's two issues over here. Issue number one is that order is important. Although that discussion of order is subject to the Machlokis Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemiah. And the next piece ultimately is this concept of kapara being a unit. So we'll say, there's two issues in the Mishnah. Issue number one is order. Right? Seder. That then becomes the Machokis in the Gemara of Yehudra Minechemya. Is Seder Ma'akev? Now the answer is, is Seder Ma'akev? The answer is? Yes. yes. The Machokis is what? When? When? Right? Everybody subscribes to the principle that Seder is Ma'akev. They just have a machlokas as to when you apply that principle. Rabbi Huda says, Seder is only ma'akiv inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Rabbi Nechemia says, Seder is ma'akiv any, t- any avod of the Kohen wears um, Big Day Lavan. Big Day Lavan. The second discussion in the Mishnah is what happens if you have a disruption in the avodah in the middle of a Seder. So the paradigmatic example of this is you're doing your blood applications and what happens? The blood spills. You drop the bowl, Kohen Gadol drops the bowl, the blood spills. Okay, I have to shecht another animal and bring new blood. What's the shayla? What's the shayla? Do I pick up where I left off? Or do I go ahead and start from the beginning? That, that's the machlokas. We'll say, so that, we're now going to segue into that second machlokas about what happens when the avoda is disrupted 
Do you pick up where you left off or do you start again? Now, before we do that, let's just close out the Machlok Shabidurim Nechemya. So we'll say, who do we paskin like? Who do we paskin like? In other words, we understand from the Mishnah that Seder is Ma'akev. The Shaila now is going to be, what's Ma'akev? So we'll say, listen to this. So the Rambam in Perak Hey, Halacha Aleph, right? It says as follows. Kol avodos sha'oved bebig day lovan bifnim bahechol, tsarich la'asosan ala seder shabi'arnu, bim hikdim bahen, maise lechavero, lo asavaloklum. So I'll say the Ramah Paskin's like Rabbi Huda. Like Rabbi Huda, that although we always try to follow the order for everything, the only time that seder is ma'akev. Right? And would require you to repeat the avoda is for avoda that is done by big day lavan bifnim inside of the Kodesh Akadashim. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Bifnim behechal. It's a little bit of a hybrid shita. The Ramam holds that it's any avoda done in the white clothing, done in the white clothing inside of the Beis Hamikdash. Now I will say, interesting, right? Say anything done inside of the base Hamikdash in white clothing. If you disrupt the seder, you have to repeat it again. I will say, interestingly enough, what's the only avoda done in white clothing that's not done inside the heichal? Excellent. The stealing out of the shirayim, right? That's the only thing that's done. And in fact, we're going to see. We already started this discussion. Is the pouring out of the shirayim in general? And avoda, which is ma'akev or not. So the Rabbam kind of gave it away a little bit. Obviously, it's not ma'akev, right? So again, we pass an essentially like Rabbi Nechemia, not like Rabbi Huda, like Rabbi Nechemia, that any avoda done in white clothing, by definition, must be done in the seder. And if you do it outside of the seder, it is ma'akev, you would have to repeat. Good. Well, we'll see more of that as we go on. So let's go weiter. So v'chem v'hecha v'chem v'zbeach. Tartan Rabbam, I'll ask you more of a surprise, Abraisa. V'chi parasam es mikdash ha'kodesh. So we'll say the pas v'chipar as mikdash hakodesh v'es oil moed v'es mizbech yichaper v'yal akohanim ba kola am hakal yichaper. So we'll say that this this is the pasuk. Now the subject of this pasuk is the sotir, right? That what does the sotir atone for? The sotir atones for the mikdash, the kodesh. So we'll we'll see what all of this means. Now we'll say. Now we're going to see. Well, let, let's see the gemara. I'm sorry. So says the gemara. Tana bana v'chipar as mikdash hakodesh. The sotir will be mechaper. For the Mikdash HaKodesh, what does that refer to? So the Gemara says, Zeh lifnai v'lifnim. So we're going to see that one of the things that the Sotir goes ahead and atones for is inadvertent Tumah transgression. That if you entered into any of the spaces of the Mikdash in a state of Tumah, unknowingly, unknowingly, the Sotir of Yom Kippur has the ability to atone for that. Take a look at Rashi for just a moment. Again, so Rashi gets into a whole Yusuf over here. When you knew, if you knew, we're not going to get into that now. Point over here is that for our purposes, the Sawyer has the ability to atone for inadvertent Tumah. Inadvertent Tumah where? Interestingly enough, we're going to see pretty much in any of the precincts of the Mikdash. So when it says V'chiper, the Sa'ir will atone for inadvertent Tumah. First place it atones for is Mikdash HaKodesh. What does Mikdash HaKodesh refer to? Kodesh Kadashim. You inadvertently entered to the Kodesh HaKadoshim in a state of Tumah. Ohel Moed, what does Ohel Moed refer to? Zeheichal. This refers to the Mikdash in general. If you entered into the Mikdash in a state of Tumah, Mizbeach, Mizbeach is Mizbeach, Kimash Mo'o, Yichaper, Elu Azaros. 
This refers to the various courtyards. If you entered into the various courtyards inadvertently in a state of Tumah. HaKohanim, who does it atone for? Kohanim, Kimashma'on. Kohanim is Kohanim. Amakal, who's Amakal? Elu Yisrael. This refers to Klal Yisrael. So both say, interestingly enough, this Sawyer is Mechabar for inadvertent Tumah, for Kohanim, for Yisraelim. And lastly, Yechaper, Elu Halavim. Yechap refers to the Levim. The Gemara says, The Torah equates all of these individuals that they could achieve one level of one level of Torah. So we'll say, interestingly enough, that they all have the ability to be atoned through the Sira Mishdaleach, also for other Averos. Now look at Rashi for just a moment. Listen to this. So interestingly enough, the seer that is offered up inside the seer Lashem, that has the ability to go ahead and atone for Tumah. But I will say, interestingly enough, the transgressions of Tumah are not the same for Kohanim Levim Yisraelim. Why not? Why not? Because each group has different levels of access inside of the Mikdash. So the Seir Lashem has the ability to offer up Kapara for inadvertent Tumah, but each group, Kohanim Yisraelim Levim, have their own Kapara. I will say, interestingly enough, the end of the Pasuk seems to unite Kohanim Levim and Yisraelim in Kapara. So what provides uniform Kapara Ultimately, again, for all Jews, that's the Seir La'azazel, right? That's what we call the Seir HaMishtaleach, right? The Seir that is sent out and ultimately pushed over the cliff. That Seir provides uniform kapara for all of Klal Yisrael, for Shara Averus. For other Averus, again, we'll discuss the, the atonement scope of the par as we go on. Rabbi Shimon, that's, that's Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Keshem Shedam Hasar Nasa Bifnim Mechaper Al Yisrael B'Tumas Mikdash V'Kadashav the same way that the blood of the seir that's offered up in the mikdash has the ability to mechaper for klal Yisrael. for tumah infractions, kach dam hapar mechaper ala kohanim b'tumas mikdash v'kadoshav. So I will say, interesting enough, Rabbi Shimon disagrees. Rabbi Shimon says that the dam of the seir has atones for the tumah of klal Yisrael, of of Yisraelim. and so to, therefore the dam hapar. Is mechaper ala kohanim b'tumas mikdash v'kadashav. It is the damapar that achieves kapara for the kohanim. Ukeshim shavidui shall sar mishdalech mechaper al yisrael b'sharaberus. And the same way that the vidui that is recited on the sar mishdalech has the ability to mechaper for klal yisrael and other averus. Kach vidui shall par mechaper ala kohanim b'sharaberus. So we'll say interestingly enough, Rabbi Shimon's position is the sayer is for Yisrael, the par is for kohanim. So we'll say an interesting machlokis over here. Rabbi Huda understands that the sawyer has the ability to take care ultimately again of the Tumah for each group. But each group in its own way, that's the Sarbifnim. And the Seir Bechutz has the ability to take care of the rest of the Averos for Klav Yisrael. Rabbi Nechemia, when I say Klav Yisrael, I'm living in Israel. Rabbi, I'm sorry, Rabbi, Rabbi Shimon holds that Allah Chalamaisa pretty much Kohanim are taken care of for, both for Tumah as well as by Shara Averis, for the par, and everyone else is taken care of through the Sawyer. Okay? Tarabanon, Vichila Mechaper Asakodesh. 
the Pasuk says, ultimately, again, his atonement will be complete inside of the Kodesh. This refers ultimately, again, to the Avodah done inside of the Kodesh HaKadosh. Oel Moed, Zeheichal, that refers to the Yisam HaKadosh. Mizbeach, refers to the Mizbeach, Kimashmo. Melamed, Shakulan Kapara Kapara Bifne Atzman. It teaches us that each group achieves a level of Kapara on their own. Mikhan Amru, we'll say from here we learn something very important. Not, and we'll say this is our topic, right? This is really our primary topic. Nosan Miksas Matano Shebifnim. Vinishpach Adam. If the coin Godel is doing the blood applications inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and then the blood spills. Vinishpach Adam, Yavi Dam Acher, V'yaschil B'tchila B'matano Shebifnim. That if the blood spills in the middle of the Avoda, inside of the Kodesh HaKadoshim, you have to bring new blood. And what do you have to do with that blood? What do you have to do? You have to start again. You have to start again. Right? Now remember, you don't have to start all over again. All the blood applications, you just have to start again what? Whatever you're currently engaged in, that has to begin from the beginning. So the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon Omrim, first wide line. No, you don't have to start again. You just have to go ahead and pick up from where you left off. The Gemara is going to go through all of the different stages in the Avoda. So the first example the Gemara gave was where the blood spills in the middle of the Avoda Bifnim. Right? The blood spills in the middle of the interior Avoda. So what happens? Machlokes. First opinion says, first opinion says, um, then Allah Chalamaisa, Tanakama holds, which we're going to see is Rabbi Meir. Tanakama holds, you have to begin the whole unit again. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon say, no, you have to begin again, just pick up where you left off. Next. What happens if you finished the interior blood? So we'll say in this case now, I've finished, for example, let's say the Damasayr inside. So it's done. It's done. The Nishbach Adam. And I will say now, in this case, I've finished the blood application in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. After I finished, I've spilled the blood. So I have no blood now left for the Matonos on the Kapores, or on the Parochas, I should say, excuse me, on the curtain. So what do you do in that case? No problem. I mean, problem, but we could solve it. Shecht another animal take the blood and begin to do the blood applications ultimately in the Heichal. And I was about to say, meaning, if you spill blood in between avodos, then what? Then what? Obviously, there's no, you don't have to repeat anything. You just have to shech the new animal before you begin the next set of blood applications. Next, what happens if you began the blood applications inside of the Heichal, towards the parochas, and then the blood spilled? Ultimately, again, what do you do? You go ahead and you you shecht another animal and pick up where you right and start. I'm sorry, and start the unit again. No, you don't go and do that. Rather, again, you pick up where you left off. So, both say it's the same machlokes. All the price is doing is illustrating the machlokes at every stage. If you spill the blood in the middle of the blood applications, do you pick up where you left off or do you start again? Tanakama is saying, whenever you spill blood in the middle of a unit, you go back and you start again with the new blood. The Tanakama, Rabbi Meir, sorry, Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon saying, you pick up from where you left off. Next. 
If you finish the matanos inside of the mikdash, and then the blood spilled, I remember again, what are you in the middle of? Right now, you're in between the blood applications on the parochas, on the curtain, and the blood applications on the mizbeach hazav, on the incense altar, right? The mizbeach hakitores. That's what you're in between over here. So if the blood spilled in between that, so not a big deal. Not a big deal. Shecht another animal, take the blood, and begin again, and then begin the blood applications on the mizbeach hazav. What happens if you went ahead and you started the blood applications on the golden mizbeach, the nishbach hadam, and now the blood spilled. Yavi dam acher v'yaschel betchila b'matanos hamizbeach. Shecht another animal, bring new blood, begin all over again. All over again, again, with the blood applications on the mizbeach. Rabbi Lazar b'shimin omrim mimakum shepasak humasel. Rabbi Lazar b'shimin say, no, just pick up from where you left off. Good. Kamar matanos shebe mizbeach. We'll say, now, let's say you finish the blood applications on the mizbeach hazav. Remember again, what comes after the blood applications on the golden mizbeach? What comes after that? Pouring out of the shirayim. So watch this. This is actually the easiest case because So we'll say, so remember again, you're, you're, you finished, right? This must be a good feeling for the coin Gadol. You've finished all of the blood applications. In the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the Heichel, towards the Tiparochas, towards the, towards the curtain, on the Mizbeach Hazov, you still have leftover blood. Remember again, it's the combined blood of the Dama Par Dama, so you already combined it before, the blood application on the Mizbeach Hazov. You're walking outside to the Mizbeach to pour the blood down the drain. And what happens? Uh, you trip, you drop the bowl. What's the Halacha? Divrei Akol Loma Aki, I will say, which makes sense. In other words, no one's going to say what? Shecht another animal, get the blood so you have leftovers, right? So if you don't have leftovers, you don't have leftovers. We'll say, by the way, the same way, although I, I can't imagine it's possible for it to happen this way, but let's say the coin god ended up using up all of the blood, right? In, 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 in let's say, the blood applications. Again, it, it doesn't seem possible unless the coin has like a, like a huge hand, right? There's something, but, but, but Pashtos, there's no way you're using up all, or, or, or you know, he's a very liberal sprinkler, Right, you know, so 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 again, it's bepashos. But again, if it, if it were to happen, if it were to happen, if there's no shiraim, there's no shiraim. So if he dropped the blood, right, he spilled the blood. Halacha lemaisa again, there's no shiraim. No sh- so again, you trip, you drop the blood. You don't have to shed another. Everyone, everyone agrees. It's not akev. So I'm biyochanan. So the fundamental machlokis here between the Tanakama and Elazar Bishimon is when you go ahead and you have disruption in the middle of the blood service. Now you shecht another animal, you get new blood. Halacha lamaisa, Where do you pick up from? Do you pick up from where you left off, or that's Rabbi Lazar Shimon, or do you start again? That is the Tanakama. And now the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan, Ushnehem Mikra Echad Darshu. Interestingly enough, they both dash in the same psukim. What are they dashing? So the Gemara says, listen to this. Midam Chadas Akipurim Achas Bashana. The pasuk says. From the dam of the chatas of the of Yom Kippur once a year, Rabbi Meir and Abbas, Rabbi Meir is the Tanakama, right? So the Tanakama holds that whenever you have a disruption of the blood service, you start again from the beginning of the unit. Rabbi Meir savar chatas achas amarti lechavalos shtei chatos. So Rabbi Meir says that halacha lemaisa. There's one chatos. There's one chatos. Look at Rashi. It's right across. Chatos achas amarti lecha liskaper hakapara ba velo laasos kapara achas mishtei behemus. Kapara kapara through blood applications must be accomplished 
through one animal. Through one animal. And therefore, if you start the blood service, and what happens? It gets disrupted because you spill the blood. What do you have to do? You have to start again. Why? Because you must have an entire blood service that takes place through one chatos. One chatos. Not half from this one, half from that one. The entire blood service must be from one chatos. Chatos. That's the Tanakamo. Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon, Savri. Chitui echad amarti Listen to this. Rabbi Shimon say, you can only have one blood application, not two blood applications. Rabbi say, in other words, interestingly enough, Rabbi Lozer Rabbi Shimon will say, what's the problem with starting over again? What's the problem with starting over? It turns out that you had more than one blood application. So think about this in just a moment. Let's say the Kohen Gadol is in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. And remember again, he does Achas Lamala, Sheva Lamata. Right? So what happens? He does the Achas Lamala, trips, spills the blood. Spills the blood. So Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon say, if you're going to tell it, now again, obviously it's the chef, the new animal, he has to get new blood. If he starts again from the beginning and does the Achas Lamala, but say, it turns out, was it Achas Lamala? No, Shtayim Lamala. But that's not Talacha. It's not Shtayim Lamala. It's only Achas Lamala. So that's the Machlokis over here. And we'll say, everything is how you dash in the Pasuk. Everyone's in the Pasuk is, Midam Chadas HaKipurim Achas Bashana. So the Tanakama will say, Achas Bashana means, only one animal for the entire service. So you have a disruption in the middle of the blood application, shech the new animal, start from the beginning, so that the entire blood service is from one animal. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon, achos means you can only do one act of sprinkling. But if you start from the beginning, it turns out you're doing more than one act of sprinkling. Therefore, they hold halacha pick up from where you left off. Tanya, Amar Rabbi, Li Chalak Rabbi Yaakov Belugin. Both said this is very interesting. So Rabbi said that Rabbi Yaakov made a distinction for me between the blood applications of the of Yom Kippur and the applications of both blood and oil by the Mitzora. Take a look at Rashi for just a moment. Li Chalak Rabbi Rabbi Yaakov Belugin. Li Nasan Rabbi Yaakov Chilik Belug Shemen Shal Mitzora Shelo Hushvu Lematan Damon Shal Mekipar. So remember again, interesting enough as we're going to see in just a moment there are applications of oil onto the Mitzorah as well. So Rabbi says, you might have thought that all applications are treated the same way. Halacha Lameisah, Rabbi Yaakov made a distinction for me between the applications of Yom Kippur and the applications of the Mitzorah. Just read the rest of Rashi. V'shonali lo because remember again, by, by Mitzorah, by Mitzorah, you have blood applications ultimately inside of the base Hamikdash, and then applications on the on the big toe, the earlobe, the thumb of the Mitzorah. That even Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon, who by Yom Kippur they say when there's a disruption, you pick up from where you left off, will agree that by Mitzorah. You have to go ahead and start from the beginning. Now Rashi says, "Why?" He says, "Dichsev, dichsev. Look, echad shemen. Look, echad amarti lechalach liyos hakaparabo v'lo shnei lugin. The hasam who the ikal midrash chitui echad amarti lechal. Aval halcha lekalamirach." He's supposed to listen to this. Here we go. Says the Gemara. So, so Rabbi, so Rabbi says. That Rabbi Yaakov made a distinction for me that the applications of Mitzor are not treated the same of Yom Kippur. Is that true? Velo, Vatanya, we learned, Nasan mixas matano shebifnim. If you went ahead and you did some of the blood applications for the Mitzorah, this was sprinkled on the curtain towards the Kodesh HaKadoshim. If you did some of the applications, Vinishpach and then ultimately again the lug spilled, Yavi lugacher. 
you bring another log. And you begin all over again. So we'll say, so it doesn't appear that Rebbe is correct. Because Rebbe said that Reb Shimon and Rebbe Lazar don't, don't disagree that in the case of Mitzorah, if there's spillage, you start again. Well, here it's pretty explicit that they're arguing in this case as well. And they're saying that if there's spillage in the middle of the application of, for the Mitzorah, that you would start all over again. I'm sorry, that you would pick up where you left off. To which the Gemara says, If you finish the application of the Mitzorah and the Heichal, and then the Log spilled, you go ahead and you bring a new log and begin the next section. So the Gemara says, What happens if you began the applications? This is on the Mitzorah himself. And the log spilled. You have to begin again. That's the Tanakhama, Rabbi Meir. Say, no, you pick up from where you left off. If you began the applications on the Mitzorah, and the log ultimately spilled. Interestingly enough, after the applications on the, on the, on the, the, the thumb and the big toe and the earlobe of the Mitzorah, he would take the remaining oil and smear it on his head. Everyone agrees that process is not ma'akev. So if there was spillage before that occurred, you would not have to get a new log. So the Gemara will say, the point over here is, the point over here is, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon subscribe to the same idea by Mitzorah as they do by Yom Kippur. Namely, if there's a disruption in the application, what do you do? Pick up from where you left off. To which the Gemara says, right, Rebbe said that over a little bit wrong. Ema lishan Rabbi Yaakov alugin. That Rabbi Yaakov told me the same machlokas that applies by Yom Kippur applies by Mitzorah as well. Amr Mar, Matan Sarosh let's Now that we mentioned Mitzorah, let's talk about this. If you have any remaining oil after the various applications of the Mitzorah, you rub the remaining oil on his head. But ultimately, again, the placement of the oil on the Mitzorah's head is not Ma'akev. So Mar says, My time, what's the reason for that? Maybe you'll say because the pasuk calls it nosar, calls it the leftover of the shemen, which tells you that it's leftover. It's not really part of the primary avoda. So maybe you'll say. Remember again, this pasuk nosar is talking about the shirayim from the kmitza. The rabbis say that the halacha is. If the shirayim are not there at the time the kamitza is offered, then halacha lamaisa, the kamitza is invalid. So you see, just because something is called nosar doesn't mean that it's not necessary. Shiny hasam dechsev umiyasar vahanosar. We'll say it's different over here by the, by, the, by the oil of the head because the Torah uses the lashon umiyasar. So not only is it nosar miyasar, it's extra. It's fundamentally extra. To the point that the avoda of placing the remaining oil on the head of the Nazir is not ma'akev. What happens if you shafted the ashram of the Mitzorah shalol l'shman? Now, what does this mean? Take a look at the top Rashi. Sanach alaf Ahmed Beis. Ashram Mitzorah shalol l'shman. Kigon l'shem ola o l'shem shlamim. So we'll say in this case over here, you shafted the ashram of the Nazir. And you shechted it l'shem ola or l'shem shlamim. So you shechted it for the wrong designation. Ava Amar Mar kol azvachim shenishchetu shalol l'shman k'sherin ela shalol adol l'baylin l'shem chovah. So we'll say in general, if you shecht a carbon shalol l'shman, the carbon itself is effective, right? Meaning it's a valid carbon. What's the only problem? 
it has not gone ahead and fulfilled my obligation. So now remember, the Mitzorah, as part of his purification process, has to bring an Asham. What happened over here? The Asham was brought, but it was not brought, it was not brought, L'shem Asham Nazir. Instead, it was just brought, L'shem Ola or L'shem Shlamim. So the carbon is effective, but the Nazir does not fulfill his obligation through it. So, Banalamachlokas, Rabbi Meir of Rabbi Lazar, I'm sorry, Bala Machlokis, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. Both say this is part of the Machlokis in Rabbi Meir, the Tanakama, and Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon. How so? Both say, take a look at Rashi. Rashi says over here, actually, let's, let's see. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir, the Amr Yavi Acher, Rabbi Meir in general, who says that when there is a disruption in the blood applications, you have to start from the beginning. So, Yavi Acher, Vyasra, Betrila, Hachinami, Yavi Acher, Vyishchot. So according to Bimeir, if you brought the Asham Mitzorah, but you didn't bring in the Shem Asham Mitzorah, you brought it Lashem something else. So Rabbi Meir will say you have to bring another Asham Mitzorah. You have to begin again from the beginning of that particular stage in the process. You would have to bring another Karban. Who hold that when there is a disruption in the blood service, you don't begin again, but rather what? You pick up from where you left off. Here, you're going to be stuck. Now, why are you going to be stuck? Take a look at Rashi, right across in Rashi. say this is fascinating. This is, this is incredible. You see, what Rabbi Lazar B'Shimon says is like this. Say, what, it's really the fundamental machlokas. Think about this. Kohen Gadol is in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He's supposed to do Achas Lamala and Sheva Lamata with the Damapar, for argument's sake. He does Achas Lamala, Achas Lamata, he trips, the blood spills. What does he have to do now? What do you have to do? What do you have to do? According to everyone, what do you have to do? New power. New power, new dam. So we'll say, remember, Rabbi Meir will say, what do you do? Tanakhama says, what? Start from the beginning. Rabbi Lezer B'Shimin, pick up from where you left off. We'll say, what's the Lachlokes? How do you view the applications you already did? Brother Mary will say, we view those as if they don't exist. They, it, like, like it never happened. Rabbi Lazarus Shimon say, no, they happened. They happened. That's how we could pick up. So let's say this is incredible. Yomar now wants to apply this to this machlokis over here. Watch this. The Mitzorah has to go ahead and bring an Asham. They shechted the Asham, but they shechted it not for Asham Mitzorah. They shechted it for Olan Shlamim. Rabbi Mary will say, no problem. Just bring another asham. Why? How do we view that shechita of the asham? What happened? How do we view it? As if it didn't occur. It didn't occur. You shechted an asham with sort of the shame shlamim. It's as if it didn't occur. Not a problem. hold that when something happens, you can't view it as if it didn't occur. It occurred. It occurred. You shechted an asham with You just messed it up. Now here is the problem. Look at Rashi. The problem is Rabbi saying it is only one asham mitzora per customer. Rashi says the huxim. I'm picking up back in the middle of that. Rashi huxim kevas kevas echad asham echad amarti lecha veloshte ashamus vahacha leka lidechis. Also listen to this. This is incredible. See, according to Mir, who says that when something gets messed up, you can view it as if it never occurred. Not a problem. If you mess up the asham just bring another one. But Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, who say that when something gets disrupted in the middle, we don't discount what occurred. We pick up from where you left off. If you messed up your Asha Mitzorah, we, we can't say that never happened. It happened. 
And the problem we'll say is, once you mess up your Asher Mitzorah, it is one Asher Mitzorah per customer. So we don't view it as if nothing ever happened. We view it as if you offered up a disqualified Asher Mitzorah. In which case, pretty much, you have no recourse. There is no way for the Nazi, because again, dashing the Psukim, one Asher per customer. I, but the Pasuk says, Oso. Rashi says, Vaoso Ksiv, Vehekriv Oso, Vaosham, Oso Shunaf Malug, Velo Acher, Vafil Rabbi Meir, Ainlo Takana. Well, say the truth is, Oso is a pretty specific word, indicating that whatever was shechted, that is what is to be used, and you can't bring a replacement. So it should be even a Kashkun to Rabbi Meir, Enochinami is a Kashya. So Tanya Kavasi, Rabbi Yochanan, supposedly there's a bright set that supports Rabbi Yochanan, supposedly this is really an incredible, a really incredible application of, of this Machlokas. So Rabbi Yochanan wants to take the Machlokas. So I just want to point out something amazing. We now, what we're doing now is taking the Machlokas between Rabbi Meir, the Tanakama, and Rabbi Lozer, Rabbi Shimon, by Yom Kippur, where what happens if the blood service gets disrupted in the middle, and we're now applying it ultimately again to Metzorah. What happens if you messed up the Asham Metzorah? So Rabbi Lozer, so now watch this. So Tanya Kavasi, um, Tanya Kavasi, Rabbi Yochanan. There's a bright side surprise Rabbi Yochanan. If you shechted an Asha Metzora, Shelo Vishmo. We'll say again, Shelo Vishmo means you shechted L'Shem, Ol L'Shem, Ol L'Shem, Shlamim. And what happens? Or you didn't do proper blood applications onto the Metzorah. We treat that disqualified Asham as an Ola for the Mizbeach. And it requires accompanying the Sachim. And you must bring another asham for the Mitzorah. Rav Chista Amlachar, Rav Chista will say, What does Tzarech mean? Tzarech ve'inlo takana. Tzarech means you have to bring an asham. But what? But what? You can't. You can't. Why can't you? Because you're stuck on a technicality. Right? You're stuck on a technicality. The technicality ultimately is that it's one carbon per customer. So you have to bring another asham, but you can't bring another asham. The Gemara says, one second. Vitani, Vitani Tana Takana. I will say, does the Gemara ever use verbiage like this? That Sarich you have to, but in parentheses you can't? Do we ever use a lashon like that? To which the Gemara says, in, listen to this. Vatanyo, Nazir Memorat. What happens if you have a bold Nazir? Part of the conclusion of the Nedir Naziros is a shaving of the Nazir's head. Well, what do you do if you have a bald Nazir? You still take the razor and you pull it and, and you go ahead and you shave his head. You don't need to go ahead and take a razor. There's, there's no din of shaving his head if he has no hair. When Beishama says you have to take the razor, what do they really mean? It means you have to, but what? But you can't. But you can't. And the Rabbi Das says that Beisham and Rabbi Lazar, they really said the same thing. Beisham had the Amran. Beisham is what we just quoted before. Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar says, what happens if the coin doesn't have a thumb? Or doesn't have a big toe, which are the which which are the which are the places where you have to go ahead and do the application. So he doesn't have tarif, he doesn't have the limb, the appendage, you can't go ahead and affect his tarif. But Lazar Omer, Nasun Amakomo Biyot. But Lazar says, you place it 
on the place where the toe would have been, right? Where the thumb would have been, and that is going to have to be enough. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Im Nason Al Shosmol Yatsa. Rabbi Shimon says, ultimately, again, Allah if you, if you, if the, if the Mitzora doesn't have a thumb, a right thumb, or a right toe, you place it on the left hand, and you're Yatsa. So, so the point over here that the Gemara is making is that Allah the Gemara is suggesting that the same machlokas that applies by disruption in the blood service. You have a disruption in the blood service, you bring a new animal, where do you pick up from? Do you pick up from where you left off? Do you start again? That same machlokas the Gemara is suggesting kind of trickles down into Nezirus and ultimately again into, into, into Tzara'as. As I just point out over here, it turns out, it's not to conclude, but it turns out that the fundamental achlok is a teen, the Tanakam Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon, is whether or not once something is done, and then you can no longer continue in the process, have to start again, do we still take into account what was done, or do we say what was done is counted as if it never occurred? And I'll just point out over here, this concept, this machlokes, represents a fundamental distinction in our life relationships as well. Here lies the distinction between our relationship in Adam Lamakum and Ben Adam Lechavero. In a relationship Ben Adam Lechavero, whatever is done is done and cannot be undone. If you hurt someone, you offend someone, you upset someone, you could apologize, but at the end of the day, can you undo that which has been done? Never. Right? Anyone who's ever been hurt knows you could forgive. But you don't forget, right? You, you could move on, you could move on, but the truth is it's natural to always then be guarded with that individual to some degree. You hurt me, you hurt me. So I'll say what's interesting is, so really, kind of reflects the position of Rabbi Lazar B'Shimin. That which is done always remains, and the goal is what, however? What's the goal in interpersonal relationships? What's the goal? Move on, move on. You know, what, what's done is done. What's done is done, and it's always going to be there. There is no way to take that away, but we could build something new. But when it comes to Ben Adam Lamakum, I will say, how do we pass with Ben Adam Lamakum? Ben Adam Lamakum is Rabbi Meir, right? The beauty of our relationship with the Ribbono Shalom is that even if something was done, right? I messed up. According to Rabbi Meir, what do you do when the blood spills in the middle? What do you do when stuff happens in life? Start all over again. And it's as if the first thing that occurred never occurred. It's see, with the Ribbono Shal Olam, there really is a blank slate. People like to say in human relationships, let's make a blank slate. We know that's not really true. There's no blank slates in human relationships. There are do-overs, absolutely, but there's never really a blank slate. Human relationships, that's Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shimon. But the beauty of our relationship with the Ribbono Shal Olam ultimately is a blank slate. If I want to start again, I have that ability to do so. And with this, I really end. It is so incredible that we're doing this daft today. Because I will say, there is, there is a Rabbi Meir day each and every month. And when is Rabbi Meir day each and every month? It's Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodeshim li Amcha The beauty of Rosh Chodesh, I will say, is a brand new beginning. The beauty of Rosh Chodesh is, maybe I spilled the blood, right? Maybe I spilled, maybe I dropped the ball, right? And maybe I really messed up badly last month. It's possible it's even probable that I did that. You dropped the blood, you spilled the blood, you messed up the avod the last month. We pass in like Rabbi Meir when it comes to Ben Adam Lamakum. We forget about what was and we have the opportunity to start again. So we should be Zochemir to actualize that new beginning this month, to forget about that which was spilled 
and Amir Tzad Hashem embrace new possibilities.